This episode of the Butte Industry Podcast was brought to you by Forest Salon Software. Join 6,000 plus happy salons using Forest to increase bookings and revenue today. Hello and welcome to the Butte Industry Podcast, your online support community for the professional beauty industry. I am your host, founding director of Butte Industry, Tamara Reed. Here, we are closing the competitive gap and speaking your language. This is a platform created and dedicated to the professional beauty industry, valuing community over competition. We serve to help connect you with inspiration from industry experts, expand your knowledge through educational pieces, and bring you the latest in product and technology innovation. This is Beauty Industry. Today I have with me two guests on the podcast, Belinda Merlino and Daniela Biviano of The Skin Clinic in New South Wales. Belinda has owned The Skin Clinic for the last five years and Daniela stepped into the role of manager for the past four years and they've been the perfect partnership for their team ever since. I find the relationship between business owners and managers such an interesting one that many of you asked me about, so I thought this would be the perfect time to have an open and honest conversation about the metrics of that partnership. Today, we talk through questions like, who makes the decisions? What kind of tasks does each person have on their to-do list? How to navigate a disagreement? Who's responsible for the overall performance of business? And that age-old question, what happens when the superstar manager leaves the business? Here's Daniela, Belinda, and I on management, leadership, and everything in between. Belinda and Daniela, welcome to the Beauty Industry Podcast. Thank you. Hi. Thank you so much for being with me today. This is an episode I have wanted to record forever because I love the dynamic between manager and business owner. And I was having a chat to you, Belinda, and I was like, oh my goodness, you guys are the dynamic duo and I wanted to speak to you. So Belinda, I would love to start with you first. When did you realize it was time for a manager? Yeah. Okay. So if I think back, um, it was kind of maybe a year or two into owning the business. And um, I, I, I think I'd lost a senior therapist and, you know, I just knew that I kind of needed a second set of eyes on the business and, you know, it's something that I definitely still need to today. Um, you know, I've got pretty high standards as to where I, um, I, I treat our clients, that I expect them to be greeted, to be treated. I, you know, have a strong emphasis on, you know, being a results-driven, skin-focused clinic without doing the hard sell, coming from a point of education, and I just wanted that replicated throughout the whole team. So I just wanted to ensure that whether they saw myself or Daniela or another therapist or, you know, a, a new staff member, especially, I wanted them to, to know the culture of the clinic um, more so before anything that we do. Um, and yeah, I think Daniela, you know, filled that role pretty perfectly. So it was just someone that I could, I could trust, that I could communicate with um, and who, like I said, could be that second set of eyes just to uphold the, the standard and the, the integrity of what we stand for more than anything. 
Beautiful. You mentioned the trust and culture, and I'm wondering how you knew what you were looking for in a manager, because I think sometimes we just want to, you know, clone ourselves and have our, ourselves as another little mini manager to just kind of do 100%. all of the tasks. But yeah. do you know prior to finding Daniela exactly what you wanted? Look, I don't think I knew exactly what I wanted prior to that. Um, funny enough, you, you mentioned a clone, a running joke. Everyone confuses the two of us all the time. <laughs> so people mistake us for sisters. Even like our window cleaner that's been cleaning our windows for like years is like, oh, I thought you were Belinda and he's speaking to Daniela. So <laughs> it's kind of funny that you mentioned a clone. And I, I think I remember, especially when Daniela went to her first lot of um, training at InSkin Cosmetics, and I think Marie even messaged me going, do you hire people that look like you? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's funny. I think um, we're, we're very similar in a lot of ways, naturally. I think we've got a very similar um, personality too in a lot of ways. We're, we're quite extroverted. Um, you know, we love talking. Um, we, we laugh. We we joke probably too much as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've got little in jokes and, you know, but we like to have fun. Like, you know, we, we kind of enjoy the, the communication and the interaction that we have uh, with each other and our clients as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think I didn't know, but it just happened organically more than anything to answer your question. Thank you. And Daniela, when in your therapist career did you feel like you were ready to step up into that management role? Um, there, was, there was really no set time that I went, yep, I'm ready to be a manager. I guess I've always been that type of therapist that if I work somewhere, I work alongside someone, I want them to be able to trust me and I will treat that salon like it's my own. Um, and when I met Belinda, I saw the passion she had for her salon and her clients um, and everyone that she worked with. And I admired that and being able to have her as a mentor and a business owner and my manager per se, it just, it was natural for me to go, oh my God, I want to step up. I want to help her. I want to do this the best I can. And it organically kind of just rolled into it. Um, Never forget the day she did ask me. It was quite funny because she's like, oh, I need to ask you a question. Oh, and right. I, I panicked and I'm like, oh, my God. And then she almost started crying. And then I, she's like, I need to ask you, will you be my manager? And we had this moment. I was like, oh, my God. So it was, it, was, it was quite nice. Hey, you were proposing. I know. That's what it felt like. But, you know, it said, in answer to your question, it, it wasn't a sudden, oh, I'm going to do this. It was... I saw the business, I saw the clients, I got to know Belinda and I just felt like, you know, she deserved to have someone in the salon that loved it, respected it and treated her clients as if it was theirs. And it was an organic, organic thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how beautiful. I like that you were both emotional at that point and you're like, will you be my manager? <laughs> yeah, it was like I that. dropped a knee. I know. Right? I reckon I would have cried even more. Well, how did um, you a rose bachelor style? I would have exactly accepted right. it gracefully. <laughs> Thank you, darling. <laughs> so tell me then, I'm wondering, after that initial proposal, 
Um, was there ever a conversation where you guys sat down and kind of draw the line with regards to, you know, these are your tasks, these are my tasks and what was divided or did you find it was just like, again, a a more natural thing between you both? What do you think, Daniela? I think it changes from time to time. It changes. At the beginning, it was kind of organic. Belinda was, you know, with our hours kind of, we differed. It was, you know, if I'm not here, you know, I leave you in charge. I trust you. Any, you know, anything that needs to happen within the clinic, you know, I trust that, you know, you'll make the right decision of things. Um, so that was kind of an organic thing. When we are together, I guess we kind of, I don't know, we know our boundaries, I guess, if you, if you like. We just organically from yeah it just changes from time to time i think you know like obviously being that second set of eyes and upholding the standards is something i've mentioned already but you know i'll give an example that comes to mind just as recent as last week you know post covid um and reopening like um we accommodated our really supportive loyal guests first and then we um, we're able to book in a lot of clients that have prepaid for services or have vouchers. And there was one night and, you know, I'm there with my glass of wine and I sit down and I'm like, right, I'm going to open up the online bookings and I'm going to open the books to everyone. And I sent out a big text message and oh boy, it was on. So massive was, explosion. <laughs> yeah. I was inundated. I was getting Facebook messages, comments, Instagram messages, comments, emails, online bookings, messages to my personal, you know, text message, phone, phone calls to my phone. It was just relentless. And, you know, I didn't have to say anything or ask for help before I knew it. I could see that Daniela had gotten on and started replying to all of the Instagram, um, you know, inquiries coming through. So I suppose the other thing that I love about Daniela is just initiative, you know? Um, And I think that's something that a manager needs to have. They need to, uh, you know, a a manager shouldn't be micromanaged, I suppose, in a way, or or one of the qualities I love is just, you know, being able to, to, you know, just get on the Instagram and respond to the messages coming through at 6.30 at night. So yeah, it's, it, it makes my job a lot easier that I'm not having to, define the role so to speak she just helps me wherever she can yes I love the word initiative I think everybody every owner listening right now needs to write that down on their criteria for a manager initiative because if you have to constantly be wondering if somebody's doing something or tell somebody that they they need to do this they need to do that you are micromanaging and the manager doesn't want to be told that. So from a management point of view, if you're a manager in a business, you need to show initiative. Exactly like you said there, if you're seeing something's going crazy on the online bookings or, you know, you're running out of something, go do something about it without being asked. Mm. And that's a, that's the job is also as manager, you're there to help and support in any which way possible you know, you know, helping managing the girls, as Linda said, helping with the online bookings, your job is to help the business owner make it easier for them because, you know, they've got enough as it is as well, running the business, back into the business, seeing their clients, you know, it's, it's a full-time job for them as well. So it's your job just to ease that for them as well. So yeah, initiative is a massive thing. You've got to be their right-hand man. 
Yes, absolutely. Daniela, I think a lot of managers have a hard time when they've been the therapist and they've been promoted to manager because there's kind of like this, this weird relationship between the therapist when you're a therapist. You're like a great best friend and you can go out drinking on the weekends and da, da, da. But when you're a manager, it's kind of like, oh, well, she was my best friend and now she's going to tell me what to do. Did you have a hard time navigating that transition at all? Yes and no. Um, as a, we are a really tight knit group to start off with, um, I guess once Belinda kind of offered me the role, you know, we did have a bit of a meeting and kind of said, you know, Janelle is the manager, but I don't use the manager role as an authority figure. So, and the girls see that. So I'm not the type of manager that will sit on my throne and tell the girls they need to do this, this, and this. I will get there in the rooms. I will scrub the floor with them. So I make them feel comfortable enough to know that, yes, I am your manager, but I will still work hard with you. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop working. And I guess that transition with the girls was actually quite easy um, because said, we, all, we all have a you know, beautiful and honest relationship. Um, and I said, we, all, we are quite close. So, yeah, the change didn't cause any dramas. There was no issues. And the transition was great. Beautiful. Would you agree there, Belinda? I know as a director in the past, like I've seen that transition and I've gone, oh goodness, these girls could eat this manager alive. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, I think I'm really lucky in that, um, you know, the, the, the therapists that I have in the demographic, we're all in our thirties. So, you know, a lot of us have had kids and, you know, I, I suppose, there is an equal level of experience as well. Um, so there's, there's definitely not the hierarchy system. And, you know, I'm the same as Daniela. I'm, I'm not too good in, you know, to get in and scrub a wall or, or a floor or mop or, you know, we, we all kind of get in and do what needs to be done. You know, if you see something that needs to be done, there's no sort of, oh, okay, well, you're the most junior here. So, you know, you've got to do it sort of thing. Um, doesn't really work like that in our clinic. So we all get in, we help each other, we help reset each other's rooms, you know, we we all do washing, you know, we all do what needs to be done at the yeah. end of the day. So, you know, I'm still running on the running the back end of the business and um and treating in the treatment room, but also, yeah, we, we just get in and, and, and do what needs to be done. Again, initiative, you know, I can't expect someone to you know um to do something or say oh why wasn't this done if i've walked past it fifty thousand times myself or it was in my own treatment room so um yeah we're, we're all kind of getting in there and, and and helping out and and i think equally productive in what we do in the clinic yeah, I really appreciate that because sometimes I have seen, um, goodness, I've seen some bad managers, haven't I, reliving all of these stories, but I have seen you know, a manager be promoted and all of a sudden they think they're it, you know, and um, all of a sudden they change dynamic and what was a friend or what was, you know, part of the team starts to go to their head and, you know, get a little bit more driven by ego. So I love that you're both saying that, you know, just because I've changed to be a manager or a therapist, nothing of the dynamic really changes. Obviously, I'm going to hold you accountable, but, you know, you're not too big, not too proud to still get in there and scrub the floors or remove the wax or anything like that. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And now it's changing linen and now it's wiping every surface and now it's all what the, else? The, the doors and the walls. 
the doors, the walls, the floors. Absolutely. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot of cleaning that needs to be done now. It's yep. never ending. Yep. So I'm wondering if there's ever been a, a time where either of you kind of thought the other one was going to say something or do something and, you know, maybe it didn't quite work out and then you dropped the ball and you thought, oh, I thought you were going to do it and I thought you were going to do it. Or at the same time, maybe both of you did it and then you're like, oh, gosh, we both had that really hard conversation. Oh, no. I mean, the only thing we probably replicate is responding to Facebook messages and things yeah. like that. <laughs> Facebook message might come through and we've both responded. We both pretty much say the same thing, which is great. And I always make a little joke. Oh, we're super efficient here at the skin clinic. (laughs) So that's one thing that comes to mind that sometimes we we double up on. We're Um, pretty much on the same page a lot because there'll be times I'll be like sitting there at night and I'm like, oh, got to message Belinda. So I'll message her and she's like, I'm literally messaging you right now. I'm like, oh, okay, good. (laughs) And it's like we've formed this one person, like we've literally become in sync, which is quite funny. We always joke about that. But yeah, we're kind of, we're we're always, we're always communicating from the moment we wake up to the moment we stop, we communicate nonstop. And you know what? I think that's how we've gone so far, I guess, because we're always communicating. We're always open conversations and, you know, I'm always the good or the bad. I always tell Belinda that we've got that relationship that, you know, we're not afraid to talk or discuss about anything. So oh, we know that everything seems to about each other. I feel I know. Like, like too much. <laughs> You're almost sisters more than managers. Yeah, so yeah, that's it true. Feels that way sometimes it does feel that way. Yeah, we're we're definitely very aligned. I think in the way that we work and the way that we think, and um, you know, our our productivity, um, our to do lists. Um, and it, get it's excited great about the same things yeah we do <laughs> we do we do and you know we we bounce ideas off each other all the time and and brainstorm and you know one thing you know I might contribute and then one thing Daniela might contribute and then together collectively we come to some sort of arrangement or decision um or a, yeah it's it's funny how it all works out quite organically it works quite well After the break, Belinda and Daniela share with us their meeting and communication schedules and what they think is the key to successful owner-manager relationships. But first, a word from today's Beauté Partner. Community, I know many of you are working on your business at the moment, and perhaps that has involved you thinking about changing software providers and looking at stepping up your marketing game. Well, our friends at Forest Salon Software are offering free setup and migration for a limited time only. This means that you can simply move your software over to Forest for free. And yes, you heard that correctly. Contact the team at Forest today to arrange a free bespoke consultation by clicking the link over in our show notes. Thank you so much to Forest Salon Software for making this episode of the Beauty Industry Podcast possible. You talked about their communication and the way that you both do talk to each other and open up to each other. What does your schedule, if any, look like in terms of catch-ups, meeting? How often do you kind of organise those? What does that structure look like? We always plan an endeavour to sit down properly and (laughs) and have, you know, a full hour debrief. But, you know, I, I think we've learnt we need to get out of the clinic and there have been times where we've just gone for a walk around the park or, or around the block or whatever if we really need to seriously talk about something. Um, but, you know, we, we could be better at planning and plotting said meetings. 
it's just being in such a busy clinic and, you know, before I know it, someone's walked in off the street and, you know, we have a 10 minute chat to them and then phones are going off or social media messages. So there's, there's just a million things that need to be done. Um, so we could be better at that, sitting down more often. But like Daniela said, we I feel like we talk all day anyway. You know, we're, yeah. we've got lots of different um, communication funnels that we're on um, and we, we kind of message each other most times and we'll probably speak to each other multiple times during the day. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of communicating that goes on. Yeah, quite a bit. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, and, you know, me crazily like going, you know, I had this great idea. It's, you know, six o'clock in the morning. So I message her. <laughs> and crazy me, I'm up and I'm like, I'm awake. Let's go. That's, yeah, yeah. Have, that's our most productive time about 5.30 in the morning. That's our, that's our time. I keep saying to people, if I could work in the clinic from like five in the morning, I reckon it would be amazing. <laughs> I think that's like the, the beauty of, well, and the detriment of working from home sometime that sometimes I'm up at that ridiculous hour and I'm like, do not touch your computer tomorrow. Step away. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know what it is. It's just five, five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning is where I have all my best thoughts and ideas. <laughs> Beautiful. What do you both think is the most successful um, key to manager-owner relationship? I'll let you take this one, Daniela. I got a few. Um, honesty? Yeah. Um, you've got to be able to be honest whether you think you're going to hurt the person, they want to hear it, they don't want to hear it. Communication. Because if you're thinking something, the other person's not a mind reader. Yeah, that would be my two, being honest and communicate. Because if you can do that, you will get far. Um, taking constructive criticism as well. I think because that will help you grow as a person, as a therapist as well. So, yeah, they would be my main ones. Beautiful. Yeah. I really like that, actually. I used to have, um, and I talk about this in, in our Beauty Academy program, the one-minute manager. So, you know, it's it's giving somebody a bit of criticism, but that person is pretty much told what to do, how to do it next time, but you finish the conversation on a lighter note. So, for example, yeah. it might be, Daniela, your hair's out today, babe. You know we can't wear our hair out. It has to be in a bun. Do you want to just pop back into the kitchen, quickly pop your hair on, pop some lippy on, and then come back to the front and I'll take you out for a coffee? You know, so it's like that little bit of constructive criticism, but it's nipping it in the bud and then you're not sitting there pissed off at me for the rest of the day for managing you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I really yeah. like what criticism um and if it's delivered in the right way you're not going to go away and think oh damn it she hates me or da, 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 you know and be grouchy for the rest of the day but as the person receiving that criticism you're not going to come back in with your hair down again do you know what i mean yeah it's it's very much honesty and communication i have to agree wholeheartedly i think i say to any therapist that walks in the door that for me communication is key um first and foremost and you know, it, we, we do have that really honest, open, transparent um, relationship whereby we do kind of share all our thoughts and feelings with each other and they, they fluctuate from day to day, uh, you know, especially during this recent period. I think everyone's had a real time to kind of reassess where they're kind of sitting um, and looking at their businesses really thoroughly, um, being able to be pulled out of the treatment room or out of the premises has allowed you to look at other facets um, and look at, 
you know, the strengths and the weaknesses of the clinic, um, so to speak. So we've, we've talked quite extensively around that and the rebuild. Um, and yeah, very much the, the rebuild of late has been the, the um, train of thought or communication that we've been having, just about how to get back to kind of where we are and excel post COVID. So we've been doing a lot of brainstorming around how we can kind of maximize this opportunity and hopefully turn some of these elements into a benefit. So um, yeah, de definitely just the communication and, and the, the honesty and the transparency. And there's times where she's called me out for my, can I, can I swear? Mm -hmm. <laughs> my bullshit, you know, like, and I appreciate that, you know, cause sometimes I can, I can go off on tangents and, I think a lot and want to conquer the world sometimes and she kind of can pull me down back to earth sometimes. So <laughs> I appreciate that. I value that, you know, because many others would not call me out on it. Yeah. yeah, I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But, you know, if you think about this and she's like, no, it's okay. I'm like, I'm sorry, I still love you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I need that because otherwise I'll be, you know, doing a million things. So I'm one of those people. I'm always looking, searching, wanting to do this, do that. I, I get bored very easily. So um, it's good that Daniela can sometimes go, you know what? How about we just hold off on that one for a little bit? <laughs> Let's just, you know, also, just as a it's as a manager, it's your job also to look after your business owner. And because I said, I know what Belinda's like. She likes to do a million things, but her heart's in every single one of them. And she wants to excel and she wants to do it the best she can. And she will succeed, but you got to also go look after them because you know, you know, she's a mother, she's a business owner, she's a therapist, she's a wife. And I'm like, you know, come on, you've got to just leave some for you as well. So that's why I'm like, come on, let's just wait, let's do it later. Or, you know, so it's always, it's your job to look out for your business owner. And that, that's important because if you don't have them, the business isn't going to go. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Belinda, you and I have that crazy Dory fish mind. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> um, I'm wondering then, I'm really curious to find out how you guys do your recruitment drives. I mean, do you go in and interview the therapist together? Are you good cop, bad cop, and then you change and you freak the therapist out? Who's doing the trade test? How does that look? <laughs> you know what? This is so timely. This is so timely. Okay, we've worked out that I am awful at recruiting. I am so woeful. I'm like, oh my God, I love your earrings or you live down the street. You've got a job, you know. I love you. <laughs> oh my God, you're amazing. Yeah, come and work with me. You sound really fun. So we've actually just refined that whole process of late. So Daniela's taken on that role of recruitment and we're, you know, looking for staff at the moment. Um, so Daniela's um, actually facilitated the, the phone calls, the interviews, and is going to oversee the trials next week as well. Um, so we've got two hopefully good candidates lined up and, um, you know, Daniela will just double check the technical skills next week and then I'll, I'll take it from there after that. But yeah, we've worked out. I am no good. <laughs> I like to look from the outside uh, and, you know, I think cause Belinda's, you know, said she, you know, she's very, she's full, full of heart. And if someone says like she loves, she's like, yep, yeah, I love you. Whereas I'm like, mm, I don't know, be cautious. I look at all sides or aspects. I'm like, I don't know. Let me think about it. So yeah, we're kind of, I'm the, I'm, I'm pro bad cop. I'm bad cop, B's good cop. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am wondering then 
with regards to learning, obviously, I mean, you're learning how to recruit and Daniela, prior to this role, probably you were never in these situations. No, um, never. Asking the questions. So that's one skill that you've learned. What else have you learned? And also too, has there been anything along the way that you thought, oh, I wish I had a little bit more knowledge or skill so that I could do this task or, or this any one thing that's slightly different or better? Um, well, the recruiting, number one, because I'm not the type, I don't like people feeling intimidated or me questioning them. So for me, you know, having a list of questions and wanting to know and, you know, I feel, I feel bad for some reason. And I think if I, you know, had a bit more training and all learning how to do that, um, or if I would have known how to do that before, would be a bit easier. I think it's more, oh God, you've got me stuck now. I'm trying to think. <laughs> um, I, I, I can answer for you. Go, okay, go. <laughs> I'm stuck now. Oh God, come on, be my other side person, B. No, no. Um, look, just, just um, you know, I think we've determined that Daniela's love and passion is a lot to do with training as well so you know she she takes on the training for any new therapists and continues with with training for for all of the team really um and you know we've identified that she's really got a um a strong skill set around training and so you know i hope you don't mind me saying but daniela no, <laughs> you know more of a training career train you know undertaking studies to do so and I, I really feel like she'd be fantastic in that sort of role she'd be really really wonderful um, so I, I think that's something she should pursue and I'll just call you out publicly on it and just say, yeah, <laughs> you should be a trainer. <laughs> I know, and, and that's a thing as well. And as Belinda said, you know, spoken about training and we've had open on conversations that, you know, it's something that maybe down the track, it's something that, you know, will happen. As I said, we've had that open and honest communication, not something that I'm going to turn and wake up one morning and be like, all right, babe, this is what's happening. So, you know, as you said, I do have that love and passion and even like the recruiting at the moment, the girls that I've interviewed, I've said, listen, I most likely will get on board and do your training with you and I'll teach you. And yeah, it's just something that I, I enjoy doing. Yeah. Well, when you do have that open and honest conversation, you know, Valinda, you can facilitate the support of that. So you can, you know, send her to more training so that she can watch the trainers or, you know, you might help her and help her create training plans and bits and pieces for the training that she's doing in, in salon. But then too, Daniela, you've got the, the trust there with the business owner, you know, yeah. and I think that is very different because sometimes and I was going to ask you what does the divorce look like one day you know <laughs> yeah exactly crying right because the business owner knows that there's no other pathway which you can uh what's the word um like upgrade right yeah mm. that's not the word what's the word like evolve promote grow, right grow. yeah there's, there's nowhere else that you can promote daniela to unless you open the skin clinic number two and then she can become an area manager right you're shaking your head no no no, <laughs> no <yeah. laughs> right no, that was one of my crazy ideas once that yeah, she ran me back in on <laughs> <laughs> like it no but, but that's the thing i mean it's lovely to see that communication between you because you can facilitate her you can give her you know the the partnerships and the people who she needs to be 
in contact with and Daniela, you can still grow and you can still learn while you're there. And I think sometimes business owners get really angry at their managers. They're like, oh, she's left me and what am I going to do now? But I really appreciate how you're both saying, okay, I know I've got to move on because I want to do this with my career. And Belinda, you're like, yeah, I'm here. I'm holding on for dear life until she does one day leave me. Mm. Yeah, oh, look, I, I, I say to my team, there's a reason why you don't see a lot of, you know, 60-year-old beauty therapists, you know. It's just most will get to that stage. They've done everything that they possibly can in their career and they might look at moving on to more of a BDM-style role or a trainer role or, or whatever that is. Um, and, you know, I, I've always been open and honest and said that, when she's ready, I will do everything in my power to help her, you know. Um, and she's been supportive as well because if there's been events on or, you know, things like, for example, the Butte Industry Summit, Belinda takes me along and, you know, introduces me and I meet so many amazing people. Over the last four years being with Belinda, it's opened up a world and I've met so many amazing women in the industry. So it hasn't been like, I'm going to keep you all to myself. It's Dan, look at this world. Look at these people. Look what they do. So I've met so many amazing people and I wouldn't have done that if I didn't have Belinda in my corner. So, you oh, know. Look, we've, we've sat down and I've brainstormed like what her next role is going to be, <laughs> next position out there. I've literally like put forward my suggestions, you know. Um, I, I wouldn't be a good salon owner if I didn't want, you know, my team to, to grow and evolve and thrive, you know. I think I said to her one day, I want to, you know, in five years' time or 10 years' time, go, oh, she worked for me one day, like, or back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it is what it is, you know. I, I was in the same position. I, I worked as a therapist for most of my career and, you know, post-children, I realised that I didn't want to go back to doing that. So the next step for me was to open my own my own clinic. And, you know, who knows what the next step for me after that will be. So... Yeah, there's going to be an expiry date eventually. And, you know, you're mad if you think there's not. I'm always like, don't you love me? You want me to go? She's like, no. no. I just know that, you know, you've got bigger things planned and if it's meant to be, it will be. Or what's the joke? She's like, I'll come to an interview with you because if you need to, I'll come with you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, please don't That's say this. That's a bit sick, isn't it? <laughs> but well, that just shows the level of support that she has for me. And I'm, I'm lucky. I'm very, very lucky. I'm very blessed. That's exactly right. Speaking of interviews, Belinda, if you could give a piece of advice to another business owner who is contemplating perhaps hiring a manager or doesn't know what they're looking for or is just so nervous and scared to, what would that piece of advice be? I suppose you've got to identify the gaps that you need to fill. Um, you know, for myself, I'm really good at doing the people stuff, but when you make me do systems and processes and protocols. I just go, yeah, no, maybe another day. Um, so, you know, work out what your weaknesses are maybe and try and fill that gap with someone that can facilitate that. Um, I feel like you do need a level of confidence um, and maybe assertiveness as well. I don't think a management role is meant for, for an introvert who, you know, maybe is, you know, a little bit timid perhaps, or, um, you know, isn't able to communicate effectively. So again, communication comes into to play. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, just, just filling the role that you need filled so that it just gives you, you know, a few less jobs to tick off yourself. 
Yes, beautiful. And I want to flip the question to you, Daniela. For any therapist out there who may be thinking, I want to be a manager, how do I be a manager? How do I nail the interview? What kind of steps or advice would you give to them so that they can get from point A to B? Um, I think first and foremost, before you even start to think of the interview process, start treating the clinic like it's your own. X in the door, it's yours. The business like it's yours. Respect it like it's yours. And the manager will say that learning and having an open communication, as we've said with your owner, will and take initiative. If also that, you know, if you feel like you're lacking something and, you know, skill set wise, ask, say, I'd like to do this, you know, or showing that you take interest in the business. You know, if you are having some sort of event or you're doing Christmas vouchers, Mother's Day vouchers, put your input in there, show her that you care, show her that, you know, you don't have to be told what to do that you're there to support her, to support her business. So as an initiative is a massive thing. And I think that's how we kind of rolled into that as well. So yeah, take initiative, take pride in what you do, take pride in your business, promote your business and promote yourself. Beautiful. That is a sage advice to finish on. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been divine. Thank you. Isn't Belinda and Daniela's relationship so beautifully genuine and unique? Imagine if every business owner had a manager who they could refer to as being somewhat of a sister, and likewise if every manager had a business owner who they could think of as a mentor. The industry would be a better place, that is for sure. If you're a business owner thinking about hiring, then make sure you write down your dream manager qualities and perhaps start fostering those relationships within your current therapist, or if not, use those qualities to attract the right person for your space through recruitment. Likewise, if you're wanting to be the manager, then start acting like it. Show initiative, hit your targets, be a leader rather than a micromanager and walk the walk before you talk the talk. I hope you love listening to this episode and if you feel like it, make sure you share it with your industry friends and colleagues for them to listen and love as well. If you're not already, make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button in your podcast app so that you can be notified every time we drop a new episode weekly. Or if you're feeling super kind and generous, then feel free to write us a little review in the app, which helps us get more ears like yours listening to the conversation. Until next time, stay connected.